Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Chan Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Robotics category of January 11, 2021. Do you know that Montpelier, Vermont is the only U.S. state capital without a McDonald's? Today we have selected five papers out of nine submissions. Now let's hear paper number one. This paper was selected because it is authored by Kurt Connellidge, Google Brain Robotics. Paper title The Distracting Control Suite, a Challenging Benchmark for Reinforcement Learning from Pixels. Authored by Austin Stone, Oscar Ramirez, Kurt Connellidge, and Rico Jonchkowski. Paper Abstract Robots have to face challenging perceptual settings, including changes in viewpoint, lighting, and background. Current simulated reinforcement learning RL, benchmarks such as DM control provide visual input without such complexity, which limits the transfer of well-performing methods to the real world. In this paper, we extend DM control with three kinds of visual distractions, variations in background, color, and camera pose, to produce a new challenging benchmark for vision-based control, and we analyze state-of-the-art RL algorithms in these settings. Our experiments show that current RL methods for vision-based control perform poorly under distractions, and that their performance decreases with increasing distraction complexity, showing that new methods are needed to cope with the visual complexities of the real world. We also find that combinations of multiple distraction types are more difficult than a mere combination of their individual effects. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Quan Zhou, Department of Automation, Tsinghua University. Paper title Ferrofluidic Manipulator Automatic Manipulation of Non-Magnetic Microparticles at Air Ferrofluid Interface Authored by Zoran Senef, P.A. Diluca Harischandra, Seppo Normi, Mika Latika, Vilhuninen, Robin H. A. Raz, Yako V. I. Timonen, and Quan Zhou Paper Abstract Manipulation of small-scale matter is a fundamental topic in micro- and nanorobotics. Numerous magnetic robotic systems have been developed for the manipulation of microparticles in an ambient environment, liquid as well as on the air-liquid interface. Those systems move intrinsically magnetic or magnetically tagged objects by inducing a magnetic torque or force. However, most of the materials found in nature are non-magnetic. Here, we report a novel ferrofluidic manipulator for automatic two-dimensional manipulation of non-magnetic objects floating on top of a ferrofluid. The manipulation system employs 8-centimeter-scale solenoids, which can move non-magnetic particles floating on the air-liquid interface by deforming the air-ferrofluid interface. Using linear programming, we can control the motion of non-magnetic particles with a predefined trajectory of a line, square, 
and circle with a precision of 57.4 plus slash minus 33.6 micrometers, 74 plus slash minus 44.4 micrometers, and 67.2 plus slash minus 38.6 micrometers, respectively. The ferrofluidic manipulator is versatile with the materials and the shapes of the objects under manipulation. We have successfully manipulated particles made of polyethylene, polystyrene, a silicon chip, and poppy and sesame seeds. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number three. This paper was selected because it is authored by Stefan Caro, CNRS Research Director, LS2N, UMRCNRS 6004. Paper title. A cable-driven parallel robot with full circle and effector rotations. Authored by. Marceau Matillon, LS2, CNRS, Philippe Cardu, Kevin Subrin, UN, Camilo Sharon, LS2N, Stefan Caro, Corner, and Romas. Paper Abstract Cable-driven parallel robots, CDPRs, offer high payload capacities, large translational workspace and high dynamic performances. The rigid base frame of the CDPR is connected in parallel to the moving platform using cables. However, their orientation workspace is usually limited due to cable-slash-cable and cable-slash-moving platform collisions. This paper deals with the design, modeling and prototyping of a hybrid robot. This robot, which is composed of a CDPR mounted in series with a parallel spherical wrist PSW, has both a large translational workspace and an unlimited orientation workspace. It should be noted that the six degrees of freedom DOF, motions of the moving platform of the CDPR, namely, the base of the PSW, and the three doof motion of the PSW are actuated by means of eight actuators fixed to the base. As a consequence, the overall system is underactuated and its total mass and inertia in motion is reduced. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number four. This paper was selected because it is authored by George Nikolakopoulos, Professor on Robotics and Automation, Control Engineering Group, Lule University of. Paper title. Geometry-Aware and MPC Scheme for Morphing Quadrotor Navigation in Restricted Entrances. Authored by. Andreas Papadimitriou, Sina Sharif Mansouri, Christophoros Kanalakis, and George Nikolakopoulos. Paper Abstract Geometry Morphing Microaerial Vehicles MOVs, are gaining more and more attention lately, since their ability to modify their geometric morphology and in flight increases their versatility, while expanding their application range. In this novel research field, most of the works focus on the platform design and on the low-level control part for maintaining stability after the deformation. Nevertheless, another aspect of geometry morphing mobs is the association of the deformation with respect to the shape and structure of the environment.
In this article, we propose a novel nonlinear model predictive control (NMPC) structure that modifies the morphology of a quadrotor based on the environmental entrance's geometrical shape. The proposed method considers restricted entrances as a constraint in the NMPC and modifies the arm configuration of the MOV to provide a collision-free path from the initial position to the desired goal, while passing through the entrance. To the author's best knowledge, this work is the first to connect the in-flight morphology with the characteristics of environmental shapes. Multiple simulation results depict the performance and efficiency of the proposed scheme in scenarios where the quadrotor is commanded to pass through restricted areas. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 5. This paper was selected because it is authored by Martin Jaggersand, University of Alberta. Paper title Assistive Arm and Hand Manipulation – How Does Current Research Intersect with Actual Healthcare Needs? Authored by Laura Petrick, June Jin, Masood Dahan, and Martin Jaggersand Paper Abstract Human assistive robotics have the potential to help the elderly and individuals living with disabilities with their activities of daily living, ADL. Robotics researchers present bottom-up solutions using various control methods for different types of movements. Health research on the other hand focuses on clinical assessment and rehabilitation leaving arguably important differences between the two domains. In particular, little is known quantitatively on what ADLs humans perform in their everyday environment, at home, work etc. This information can help guide development and prioritization of robotic technology for in-home assistive robotic deployment. This study targets several life-logging databases, where we compute I, ADL task frequency from long-term low sampling frequency video and Internet of Things, IoT, sensor data, and 2. Short-term arm and hand movement data from 30 FPS video data of domestic tasks. Robotics and healthcare communities have different terms and taxonomies for representing tasks and motions. We derive and discuss a robotics-relevant taxonomy from this quantitative ADL task and ICF motion data in attempt to ameliorate these taxonomic differences. Our statistics quantify that humans reach, open drawers, doors, and retrieve and use objects hundreds of times a day. Commercial wheelchair-mounted robot arms can help 150,000 upper-body disabled in the USA alone, but only a few hundred robots are deployed. Better user interfaces, and more capable robots can increase the potential user base and number of ADL tasks solved significantly. This is absolutely fantastic.